0: and the glory of God shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. The, the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring good news for, of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to the highest and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Every Sunday, when we gather as a church, uh, we, we refer to our Sunday worship gatherings as gospel representation. And I, I know that this is an, an evening. Uh, it's, it's a Friday evening. And, uh, and, and you might think, well, this isn't really Sunday, Sunday worship. And, and you're right. It's not Sunday worship. Uh, but our, our goal actually is really no different. Uh, the, the goal is still the same, to, to represent the gospel, to, to hold up this good news about Jesus and, and to look at it again, to rehearse the message of the gospel in the person of Jesus Christ. And uh, the, the, the songs that we have sung, the, the children's video that we watched, uh, the Lightlings, uh, these are all invitations for us to, to consider uh, the good news uh, about Jesus. Uh, over these four weeks uh, leading up to this day, uh, we've celebrated a season uh, in the church calendar known as Advent. And, and the word Advent means coming or arrival. And, and as a church, our, our invitation has been uh, to over these four weeks uh, to try to put ourselves in the seat of what it would be like to be a Jewish person waiting for the Messiah to come the first time. So hit rewind 2,000 years. And to think of all the Old Testament promises that there would be this one who would come and rescue God's people. And waiting and waiting and waiting and going through all the trials and the hardships that the people of God went through, waiting for that Messiah to show up. So we want to, in a sense, try to get in their shoes. What would it be like to be waiting the first time? But then we also remember that here we are in the year 2021 and we're still waiting for Jesus to come a second time, that he did gloriously come 2,000 years ago as a baby and he lived a perfect life. And uh, went to the cross to pay for sin so that we could be reunited to our Father in heaven. Uh, but the job is not done. He said he's coming back. And when he comes back, he's actually going to wipe all sin off the face of the earth. Every tear will be wiped away. No more sin, no more sorrow, no more death. And boy, do we long for that day. We cannot wait. And so here we are in the year 2021, and, and we're still waiting. And so uh, we, we, we remind ourselves that we're actually always in that posture, uh, waiting for Jesus to come again. Uh, over these Sundays, uh, we've considered what you might look at as the traditional themes of, of Advent. And we went through the order of love, joy, peace, and hope. And uh, the candles over here, each of those four candles represent uh, one of these themes. And if you were here during these, these weeks, uh, you know that the first Sunday, uh, Lou started us off. Uh, he turned to, to, uh, to Isaiah 61. And as Lou walked us through that passage, he explored how God loves to redeem broken things. In Isaiah 61, we see that God is the kind of God who comforts those who mourn. He's the kind of God who brings beauty out of ashes. Lou then pointed us to Romans chapter 5 and said that the most significant point in time where God did this was when Jesus came. While we were still sinners, Christ came and died for us. That because Christ loves us at our worst moment, we can now love others no matter what? You say, how can that be? Well, the Bible says the only way that we could love is that we were loved first. That God took action. That he was the initiator. Love Second week was the, the, the theme of joy. And we stayed in the book of Isaiah and turned to Isaiah 35. As we walked through a few verses, that, 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 that relatively small chapter, we saw that God is going to make all things new. Not, not just the environment. He's going to do that. He's going to make this whole earth new, everything in it, including people. Deaf, blind, lame, people who are physically hurting, people who are spiritually broken. The Lord calls out to the weak and to the anxious, and he calls to them. He says, be strong and fear not, because your God will come, and he will judge, but man, he will also save. And we pointed to the fact that if that's true, that brings this fundamental joy, a joy that's bigger than your circumstances. We actually correlated it with the idea of buoyancy. That, this, that this, this idea of God's work in the world, that this joy that God infuses into our hearts actually gives us a sense of buoyancy. That you, the waves hit us. And you might be in a season right now where a wave has hit you really, really hard. And it might feel like you're underwater. You might be underwater. But, but the, clinging on to these promises, clinging on to this reality of the joy that is infused into the life of the one who's put their hope in Christ, means that there, there's a buoyancy to you. That there's a joy even when your circumstances are hard. Third week was the theme of peace. We stayed in Isaiah, turned to Isaiah 57, and we saw uh, God promise all kinds of work that he was going to uh, do. All kinds of activity. He indicates that he's going to build, he's going to prepare, and he's going to heal. God says in that passage something pretty stunning. He says, I see you. I see you. I see all of your behavior. I see everything you've done. I see your rejection. I see your rebellion. I see everything about you. I see you better than you see you. I see you. And then he says, And yet, I will heal you. All his activity would result in an offering to the people in that passage where he says, Peace, peace, peace to those who are near, And peace to those who are far. Both. There's this open invitation that God's, God's chasing after you. And he's inviting you into this reality that he's been at work to heal you. The invitation, the offer is wide open to those who are quote unquote near and to those who are quote unquote far, far away. And then this past Sunday, week four, we looked at the theme of hope. And we turned uh, uh, to Jeremiah, went to Jeremiah 33. And in that passage, we saw a super discouraged prophet who's trying to preach to a super discouraged and defeated nation. And yet right there in the middle of all of that discouragement, uh, that discouraged prophet and that disobedient nation, God says to them, here's the deal. You might be quitting on me, but I'm not quitting on you. That's not how it works. I'm the God who keeps my promises. And as we turned to the New Testament and we went to, uh, to 1 Peter, we saw this, this, this idea being tied to something called a living hope. That what God offers his people is a living hope. This confidence that God keeps his promises. That, that's what hope means. Biblical hope means an expectation of salvation. An expectation of rescue. And God offers that to his people. Uh, earlier uh, tonight just a few minutes ago, I said that our goal is no different than any other time that we gather in this room. It's to represent the gospel. It's to, to, to take what we recognize about ourselves and about the world and about what God offers us on the pages of the Bible and to see that it culminates in Christ. We, we literally believe that there is no reason for real love or real joy or real peace or real hope If there is no Jesus Christ, so on this day, on this night, we get the privilege of lighting the Christ candle, the candle that points us to this good news about the one who has come, Christ himself. And as we gather in the weeks ahead, we get to celebrate this. Uh, Maybe maybe you know this, but traditionally uh, in the church calendar, the 12 days of Christmas are the 12 days after Christmas, That December 25th starts the party. We were waiting for this one to come. We were waiting for this baby to be born. And now he has been. Now's the time to party. Now is the time to celebrate. And so if you're like me, I, I like to take my tree down on December 26th. I like to get the stuff out to the trash. I like to, like, I'm ready for New Year's. The invitation for the people of God is to actually intentionally celebrate. The coming of Christ. To invest ourselves in this good news. To celebrate the birth of the king that we have longed for. We celebrate that love, joy, peace, and hope really are ours. Yet, Yes, in part right now. But soon. Soon in full. It's a glorious picture. We wait in anticipation for his coming. Then we celebrate in full joy that he has come. You know, Advent starts in the dark, but it ends right here in the light. So tomorrow, start your celebration. Don't end it tomorrow. Start it tomorrow. It's an invitation for the people of God. You know, in the Gospel of Matthew, uh, very early on in the Gospel of Matthew, we find out that Jesus' name is is Emmanuel, and it means God with us. And you want to know how Matthew ends his Gospel? He ends his gospel with this promise that I will never leave you or forsake you. So it starts with this declaration that God has come in the flesh, God with us. And it ends with the promise that he's never going to leave us. This is the good news of Christ. Let's pray. God, we thank you for uh, these beautiful, beautiful themes. And we recognize that there's, there's something about those words, about those ideas that resonate with our hearts. But God, we thank you that you invite us into those ideas into those themes in a richer way, in a deeper way, in a way that can withstand our circumstances, that can withstand all the ups and downs of this life, that can even withstand death, because Christ has defeated death, because Christ has come to to bring us to you. This is the good news of the gospel. This is the good news of a God who is with us, of God in the flesh, God who is here and never going to leave. We thank you for this good news.